Support this podcast and keep us going. Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join up. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 917. Today we hear from Nicole, who asks... So, I have a pretty big vocabulary, and really reined it in when I was writing my young adult sci-fi novel. Trying to sound more in the younger POV characters when writing their third-person POV. I know, though, that J.K. Rowling used a pretty robust vocabulary. I'm hoping I found the sweet spot between sounding like a Regency lit piece and something too simple (laughs) word-wise. I was thinking you should code-switch for your character and how they would see the world. Any advice on sounding right in your genre and code switching? Well, sounding right in your genre, that's just about marrying your voice to the genre. Uh, Every genre I can think of, there's ways that people do it that are kind of conventional, and then there are authors who do really well that break the conventions and go very much their own way. Um, Epic fantasy tends to have very flowing language, but there's a lot of high fantasy that isn't exactly epic fantasy, that has um, much much more pedestrian language to it. Um, and although we are stretching the bounds of high fantasy, anything written by Piers Anthony does this, anything written by Terry Pratchett does this, mm-hmm. and though Pratchett is playing around in comedy, which has, you know, there's more latitude in some ways there, mm-hmm. it's undeniable that they're playing to the same audience, with the same audience expectations. Right. Um, Jody Lynn Nye mostly wrote comic stuff, but has also written some serious stuff. Her language was much more uh, approachable, less highfalutin mm-hmm. than other stuff. Um, crime fiction, of course, this general style is very Hemingway-esque, you know, short, short terse sentences, but you get people like Chandler and Steinbeck who wrote with incredibly florid language that still felt very hard-boiled. So... Yeah, it can be done, and you definitely want to be developing your own voice rather than just trying to mimic the stereotype of the the genre, unless you're writing a satire or a pastiche, in which case mimicking the stereotype of the genre can be a lot of fun. But uh, code switching for your characters is one of the ways that you give characters strong, unique voices. And if you do it in... God, this sounds really squishy, but there's something to it. If you do it in an authentic fashion, it will still be your voice. If you look at my hard science fiction, like uh, the stuff that's on the market right now, like Hadrian's Flight and the Resurrection Junket, versus uh, or Down from Ten, mm-hmm. which isn't quite hard science fiction, but it's written in that same kind of voice, versus my Suave Rob series, versus the Clark Lantham Mystery series, there's heavy code switching for the narrators, as well as all the individual characters. But you read, say, Suave Rob next to Down from Ten, it's impossible to avoid the conclusion that they were written by the same guy, even though if you were to have two random people read the prose out loud, it really would sound like it was being spoken by different people. 
and you can check this by looking at the podcast audiobook of Down From Ten and the commercially available audiobooks of the Suave Rob series. The podcast audiobook is full cast, narrated by me, and the Suave Rob series is single read, narrated by the illustrious Dave Robison, who does a wonderful job with it. It's still very much my voice, even though it's my voice under a heavy accent of, you know, the code switch to these characters. Uh So, yeah, it can totally be done. And, yeah, it's worth learning how to do. Voice is... It's my favorite part of fiction, is developing voice. Of all the things that I'm good at as a writer, voice is my strongest suit. And all the things I want to improve of it, improve at as a writer, I still want to improve at voice, but the places where I consider myself deficient are not in that area. I just want to get better at what I'm good at. The writers that stay with you, they have their own voice, and that voice persists regardless of genre. And almost all of them do that heavy code switching. Right. Um, so, yeah, you're on the right track. It's definitely worth learning to do. And the most important part is to keep the authenticity. Stay plugged in to your book as you're writing it. So I guess that ought to do it. Thank you very much for the question. Please send more. We're at the end again. Ah! (laughs) So hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation, submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat, or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.